talking like you belong. Takes more than that, doesn't it? What? To steal from the Empire? What do you need? A uniform, some dirty hands, and an Imperial talking? <laughs> They're so proud of themselves. They don't even care. They're so fat and satisfied. They can't imagine it. Can't imagine what? That someone like me would ever get inside their house, walk their floors, spit in their food, take their gear. You got the money, I got the box. What else is there to talk about? Cassian Ander. Let's get to it. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy. And welcome to Star Wars Sessions and or Recap. My name is Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Javid Hud, And joining me here, as ever, in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy. He wears great t-shirts. It's Master Bly Walker. Luke Bly, how are you, mate? Oi, oi, Savaloi. Yes, I'm not bad, mate. Another Wednesday comes round. Another episode of Under. And under. Um, yeah, no, loving it, mate. Loving it. I mean, this is bliss. A big thanks to a uh, big boy, the, the the beautiful David Dunn, who obviously covered in my place last week while I was in. I, I was actually on Aldani. I went to Aldani. I went to the That's Scottish mental. Islands, and it was it was wonderful. It was beautiful. Um, so yeah, thanks to Dave for covering us on that. Um, how are you, mate? You you looking forward to jumping in some Ander goodness? Yes, Kazi and Ander. Uh, I cannot wait, mate. I'm very much looking forward to hearing your thoughts because we haven't done one of these for two weeks. As you say, Diamond Dave Dunn joined in last week and was uh, fantastic as ever. The Collector's Guild co-host, one member of the Triumvirate of Filth. And it's funny because some of the things we mentioned in that episode, I know I did as well, came to fruition in this one. Or or some of the things I said, "Ah, that's not going to happen, did happen. So uh, I'm excited to kind of jump onto some of them. But, mate, I'm excited. I've got a cup of coffee, ready to talk some Andor, ready to, ready to, ready to spoil Andor Episode 9. Full spoilers. If you have not seen Episode 9 of Andor, go check it out. It's about 49 minutes long with credits. And then come back, listen to us, and see if you agree with what we have to say. So, Luke Bly, for the first time in a few weeks, what do you think of Episode 9? Well, get ready to spoil your pants because <laughs> this one, this one, um, I, I, I really, really enjoyed this episode. Um, really thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it's, I, I don't think it's my favorite episode, but it's, it's nowhere near my bottom episode yeah. <laughs> of, of Andor. Yeah. Um, it's a bridging episode. You know, is probably how I would uh, best describe it. I can't believe it, mate. I can't believe we're getting this far into this show. And I don't know, it just feels it feels lovely that there's so much content coming and it's so rich yep. and it just takes its time. Um, but I, do, I have some minor criticisms. I'm looking forward to jumping into it. I'm looking forward to jumping into it. Matty Boy, what do you think, mate? I'm getting a bit bored now of Andal each week, to be quite honest because it's so good it is literally just oh. so good Cassie and Dander it genu- genuinely is each week I think you know what we're going to do we're setting we're going to set something up we're setting up a jailbreak obviously but got to make it compelling this that and the other and each week they manage to deliver such great content and we said last week and you and I have said this many times that 
on the surface it just never seems like anything's happening sometimes but so much is going on and i think this is another episode where that is the case it could easily be kind of thrown off as a you know let's get the planning started kind of episode or let's get the bit let's get the blocks in place and that's it but man if it didn't show just how nasty and how horrible and cruel the empire really are if we didn't already know that then man this one definitely did but no i enjoyed it my friend i'm looking forward to diving into it well once again another thing we keep saying in this show is that it feels like the empire are really scary you know, and I think from the the intro of this show, you know, the interrogation of Bix, um, mm. oh, poor old Wheat Bix, she's getting slapped around mentally. Wasn't that, mate? It seems the dialogue is is fantastic, and it all adds to this really eerie atmosphere. It makes it fearful, genuinely fearful. And oh, mate, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. By the way, my my voice is extra like blues 1930s blues player at the moment because i'm still recovering from old comic con and i but it's it's been great i was i was uh, parading around work the other day and i was able to finally get my voice a few uh, octaves lower a little bit i can't do it anymore again a little bit deeper and i thought comic con if it's, if it's good for one thing which is many things is it makes me sound even beefier and that's the best thing my friend so uh yeah, well, mate, I love that you you lean into Cockney when you go. To I have to, yeah. <laughs> I have to, son. That's all I've got. <laughs> I'm not like you, oh. uh, impressions guru. Oh, there we go, mate. There we go. No, um, I I loved it, and even I think Bix even says in in this um, episode, in the opening of this episode, says like your ISB, like the worst of the yep. worst, yeah. right? And so. Again, you, you, you're just like adding these these little bits of reputation, you know, around into kind of the air, into the, into the show. Yeah, just a sentence. And it's, it's the acting, <laughs> the acting <laughs> between just Bix and I, I always forget her name. I'm, Dedra, I'm not Deadhead. good. Dedra, Deadhead. Like, it's, it's superb. It's superb. And like what you were mentioning, Dedra was sort of this person that you, you weren't sure if you supported or if you didn't support, but you like, you almost had an understanding, mm-hmm. um, for Dedra. Kind of rooted for a, a bit. Right. And now you're like, oh no, she's evil. <laughs> oh no, she, <laughs> she, 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 she bad. <laughs> she's bad. She's bad. Yeah. There's that, at that moment when superb. Bix says, you're not going to believe me anyway, are you? And she's like, no. I suppose not. And that's when you think, oh, this is it. And then, of course, that is a beautiful uh, correlation of what's going on in the prison, that you can look at those dwindling shifts there, but you ain't never getting out of this place. Melchie Melchie seems to have known that. And it's similar to this whole ISB, is that the whole, the the overarching theme is the Empire's got you. And you you can try, but you can't escape, whether you're being interrogated, whether you're in a prison, whether you're going to whatever that Archie's, whatever that guy's um, place on Niamas was called to get peanuts for your missus. Yeah. They're yeah. everywhere. They're going to get you. You're living under their oppression. But yeah, that's that. I mean, what that opening just with Dedra and Bix was, was excellent. And we, we find out about this kind of weird new torture device they have, which is like a Lobot-esque helmet. And they just pipe mm. in sounds mm. of mm. All, like dying children, which, I mean, I don't know how many ways you want to, ways you want to try and make that sound pleasant. You can't. It's a, a mass. They call it the Dizonite to Massacre. It was a hostile species. The Empire called it, who are now extinct. 
uh, and they just pump that into her ears. They're basically just pumping trauma into her mind. She's cane. She can't handle this. Dedra has shown no mercy, and it's uh, it's it's a really interesting new tactic they use because we're used to seeing like the the probe droids and they're like kind of like truth serum, but to kind of just pump the sounds of a dying species and kids into your ear in different frequencies. As I said, they've fine tuned it to make it even more effective as they say yeah, just kicking off the episode yeah just to show how bad these guys are i've actually seen um a a scene just like this and mm. i think it was i think it is like an old war technique isn't it an, an interrogation technique um and it was popular in i i, I think the ussr during the cold mm-hmm. war they would kind of put these like headphones on you and they'd like you just hear screams for hours on hours and hours it would stop yeah. and it would play uh, randomly and it would wake you yeah. up so you couldn't rest how much could you take of that yeah exactly the idea is that it does se- send you a bit crazy and that's just how this episode like begins that that's that's <laughs> the start and you're like man like this, this, this is this not is a about. lot yeah, this this is a lot. Poor old Weetabix, like I said. Now, the boys in the prison, which I actually have made a note here at the beginning, I'm, I'm still calling it a prison, a prison. whereas yeah. really, by, and I've got it at the end of my notes, it's, and I, I, I'm not using this term like loosely, mm-hmm. I'm not making a mockery of it at all, um, yeah. but it is almost like a Star Wars concentration camp, isn't it? hundred percent. I, yeah. it, it, it's very hard not to see those parallels, I think, but of course it's the way that they have portrayed this in the episode. I think yeah. it's done in such a way that you can't help, but not think that, but, um, yeah, you know, you're, it's definitely you're, you're totally right. right. Yeah. yeah of course, at least yeah, they yeah, get yeah. like, at least they get like, n- nutritionally fed and stuff but like get something yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 almost like prison or jail that's that's not quite what this is this is this is yeah, this is not. i i actually have a theory about this whole facility mate i have yeah. a theory and i i think this whole episode goes to show like how almost paranoid the empire are about this facility i think this facility is really important like more important mm-hmm. than we okay. think. I don't think it's just a random okay. like camp, you know, labor camp. I don't think it's just a random jail or prison, right? Um, yep. Do you want to hear it? Shall, shall I share it? Shall I share it? Mate, yes. you can't, you can't, can't dangle that carrot in front I of my face. Yeah. <laughs> it could be a load of old rubbish. Could be a load of old rubbish. I'm here but, for it. Uh, and, I'm, uh, and I'm skipping toward like the end a little bit here, but, but, but I need to, to, to explain this context. But um, essentially, we're learning that people just don't leave this place. Right, yeah. they get yes. quote unquote released, and that's it. They go to like another floor. They go to another that's level. The, that's these awful. people are not leaving. They're not leaving, and that's why level two went mental. Right, there was a dude from yeah. I think a, a, a different level who was sent there, and he was like, "Mate, I've, I, I was meant to be let go." They all found out. They all went crazy. There must have been like a revolt or something. And oh, they um, they fried every single one of them to cover up that info, but it got out. Exactly. They killed all of them. Exactly. Right. Why are they so protective of people getting out of this complex? Why do you think? 
I'm leading you here, um, by the way. I'm, lead, I'm leading you to somewhere. Okay, so there, there is a, this is a leading question. Why are they so protective? Uh, for me, it's just... Uh, it's the Empire being the Empire. I've got you now. You, you've done something against us. This is our way of punishing you, but I'm sure you've got something a little spicier to throw into the curry. Yes, I do. I do. Yeah, well, if if you compare like other prisons or sort of um, jails, whatever sort of containment in the Star Wars, com- c- compare that to this. It's like they don't want things leaking out of this this camp, right? This labor camp. Now, why don't want? Why don't they want that? Because they're manufacturing stuff. They're making stuff over of and course. over again. It's obvious. They're just like making. But the question things. is, what are they making? Death Star. Yeah, that's it. Because we, we said yesterday, I said off air to Dave, did they actually say what they're making? So I didn't get it. And he said no. And as far as I'm aware, in the last week, there's been a lot of videos of people saying, what are they making? But it makes so much sense for them to be making Death Star pieces, to be having these labor camps, to be, which and as Cassian says, we're cheaper than droids and we're more easily replaceable. Um, to get these people who have currently wronged the empire, the irony into having them, you know, forcing them through fear and detainment to create the ultimate weapon of fear as well. Now, I think you're spot on, mate. What it does in a Death Star, God knows. It may not even be important, but I think you might be right there. Well, I think as well, like, they're all doing these one parts over and over and over again. They've separated Mm -hmm. everyone, and they they, they limit contact in between departments, don't they? And again, I think that's all strategic. It's all keeping them... That, and that's why all the guards have they, – they needed a system to shut down departments, shut down floors if they needed to because maybe yeah. just having soldiers patrolling with weapons is not as efficient as the floor no, thing. No, it's not. Yep. You know, the floor and- thing is the most efficient I think I've – in Star Wars, I've seen because weapons can yeah. lead to revolt with yeah, an electric yeah. floor – you're, 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 you have options, but your options are limited, especially like you've just said. There's clearly a, a tactic here of containment for what's going on there. You've seen the prison last week. It is literally, it's like a prison. It, 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 it's created within the sea. It's in the sea. It goes down beneath the ocean. It's hydro-powered. You can't get, you, you can escape, but how are you getting off planet as well? Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Now, why would they go to the extent of doing mm-hmm. that? You know, of course, and yeah. I feel like even just if you want to go into like the literature side of it, you know, it's it's like this is a parallel to Camino, right? Camino, yep. the clone yep. army was made in secret, and people only found about about it when they came into action. It's like the Death Star, isn't it? You've got this kind of clean um, environment. This, um, oh. what what other word would I use for clean? Um, it's sterile clinical. Yes, ste- yes, sterile is the exact word I was trying to think of. So it's like a sterile, <sighs> clean, lockdown environment surrounded by water. It's secret. No one knows this about is it. Blowing my and mind. It's like, it's, the idea it's like that a- Cassian is killed by a weapon that he helped create, same as yeah. Krennic yeah. as well. Yeah. Oh. And, and also, mate, this is maybe how <laughs> they know, like, or maybe the rebellion know they're up to something. The rebellion are like we're not sure what, but we know they're yeah. up to something. Like we know that's, there could be, right, yeah, yeah something like right. that. I'm trying to think. Rogue One, they they're looking for something. They're looking for Saw to get hold of Galen Erso because there's talk of a weapon, but they don't Rumors. know what. You know, if Cassian, Cassian is elevated to like Mon Mothma's right hand man, uh, a captain. 
is it he he escapes this prison he's working on something maybe he decides to you know what are we working on or he get he finds something on the way out that leads him to believe that this is a you know the mother of all weapons which it is i think you might be right there mate and yeah i'm just sitting there getting really depressed at the idea that it cassian sacrifices himself to stop the weapon that he was forcefully helped to create it's not quite as satisfying as krennic is blown up by the weapon he helped to create in for for terror and fear but um yeah. it makes andor's story that bit more tragic but also that more bit more heroic that you know he's if he's aware of what this was going towards and you know he knew what needed to be done and he did it in on on the beaches of scarif and i think yeah. he might be right though mate because this is an extremely extremely isolated prison for something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for some of the uh, just crimes like- that have been committed apparently there yeah well, well, immediately initially, I was like, "Are they just like making parts of, like ATSTs and ATATs?" And you could know, be you anything, know, they're yeah. just like weaponry. the building, yeah. But, mm-hmm. but I think the show in the last few episodes have put emphasis on no, they are making the same part over, yep, and, over, over and over and over and over, over again. There, yep. Right, and that could be it. Could be just like parts of a of of a model, right? That doesn't it, it doesn't exclude that it could be an atst factory yeah, or it may just be nothing but for example I, yeah it, i i get the feeling it's the death star i get the feeling it makes it's sense isn't it? thematically yeah. yeah narratively it, it makes ma- sense it, we're, we're, there we go we know where we're going don't we mate and there we go. again it adds that poetry it adds that poignancy as well and adds that kind of layer of tragedy to it when we know what's coming to it and the prison though mate is an absolute cavern it goes down so many floors i think the the design of this prison it's oh stunning. Word. Like those great shots were like panning out or top down views of you, you just see these, these bridges, these angled bridges going across, going down. And they're, and as you're just surrounded by, which what originally we thought was rain and trailer, it's just <laughs> ocean. It's just water. It's such a well thought out design and it just looks ominous. It looks imposing. It looks dystopian. It looks like the sort of place I'd never ever want to be in. And the, the idea, uh, 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 like you say, that, you could have your mind taken away from you by being in this. We'll look at our our boy, Olaf, the old chap, the old geezer, yeah, Christopher Fairbank yeah. plays him. According to Wikipedia, he's either from Essex or Hertfordshire. So hopefully he's an Essex boy, but <laughs> he's, um, he's, uh, he has a stroke, doesn't he? He has a massive, massive stroke. He's got 41 days mm. of his sentence left. He has a massive stroke. Um, and at one point, Andor's like, like, hold on, just to hold on a little bit longer. Like, don't die yet. It's like, mate, he's literally dying. He's not, he can't stop it, but, Obviously, he he succumbs to that, and we get Doctor Raziv turns up to administer a a lethal dose to put him out of his misery. Fun fact: his guy's played by Adrian Rawlins, who was a uh, Harry Potter's dad, James Potter in all of the films. So, Harry mm. Potter's dad now works for the Empire. Um, right. It was so, yeah, and of course, that is the inciting incident to get um, Kino Andy Circus, his character, out of the game. Because what I loved about this prison is. Kino, Andy Circus. Kino is conf- he's uh, the brash, you know, intimidating presence throughout. But th- during this, we see the cracks in his facade. We see he's starting to lose his mind when he realizes something's going on. Unit two five, level two, all dead. The Empire have killed every single one of those people. Why? For simply because they because like you said, somebody was released, got re- accidentally reassigned to another floor it's containment it's keeping people quiet and he's starting he starts beating up melshi during it and cassian's having to say look guy calm down we've got to keep this together and 
what this prison does to people is so well uh, presented, mate. And you and I, we're watching this, yeah. and even I'm watching it thinking, this is impenetrable. How are you going to get out of it? And I'm scared of the floor. I'm not even there, mate. I'm scared of it. Yeah. It's a testament to the writing. It's a testament to <laughs> all the cre- creatives involved in this. And um, there, there is a lot to break down in this episode. And yet, mm-hmm. uh, one of my criticisms is at times, yes. but I, I, I think this was a conscious decision. I'm just not sure if it like sat well with me for the whole episode. And, and if anything, I think this is nitpicking because, like I said, mm-hmm. this is a very, very good episode. And the whole show is just flipping brilliant, isn't it? Let's be honest. But give it to at me. Times I thought there were scenes where I was like, I, 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 you know what? There was a lot of cutting to and from, to and from, to and from. I feel like, hang on, let's just move the factory st- or the, 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 the camp stuff with the camp stuff a bit longer, just a smidge longer. And then mm-hmm. the Mon Mothma stuff with the Mon Mothma stuff, just a bit longer. And maybe there would have been just a, a, a slightly nicer flow, you know, a more digestible flow to the episode. Um, that's about it though. That's about the, that's, that's it. That's my, that's my critique. I don't know <laughs> if you it. felt the um, same. Um, or like, if now, you even noticed, you to it. be honest, mate. No, now you say I, I did because I remember saying about the Aldani heist episode six. The best part of that was because it's that it stayed in one place. There was no kind of cross cutting. And I know yeah. this is a different episode, and we needed that. But yeah, yeah, I don't mind. I thought it was paced fine. But I know what you mean. There were there was one or two scenes. I can't. I think one of them was just Mothma, um, Mon. And it was literally almost like a, a reaction shot of her kind of cutting back. Yeah. And it was just there, kind of hit. And then it went and it thought, didn't need that because Genevieve O'Reilly's performance in the scenes that she's in just completely puts across that this is a woman yeah. who is under immense pressure and strain of cracking under all of it. I didn't need to really yeah. see an insert shot just to remind us. But um, yeah, like you That's say, it. it's minuscule it. things. I don't think I really had any. I mean, other than I said last week that Vel, I said, oh, she's absolutely going to be Luthan's something to do with Luthan because they said she's a rich kid running away and this episode turns out she's Mon Mothma's cousin which hey it works for me I don't care except my theory is wrong so yeah screw you Bo Willimon who wrote this episode we don't know who Uncle Harlow is yet do we yeah I'm so excited about him because there's also we run the risk of him not just not being anybody and I I don't think this show is going to pull a a WandaVision on us and give us a big character and then give him a stupid name and kind of troll us everything in this show so far seems very like deliberate you know very methodical in the way things are just nothing's put in there for a laugh we mentioned andor's sister we are they we're gonna be that's gonna come back eventually soon we know that but it's out there same as uncle harlow um ed cyril's mother uh cyril's mum has got it going on she says today mm-hmm. uncle harlow will be very pleased to hear this and there is always an emphasis isn't there on Uncle Harlow, this Uncle they Harlow, keep mentioning, that. They keep mentioning it. I wouldn't be surprised if it is our boy, um, Stellan. You know, what's his name? What's his name again? St- uh, Luthen Rail. Stellan Luthen, yeah, Luthen. Would you Luthen. like that, though? Because we've already got Vil and Mon are connected via family or whatever. Would you like another connection in the show, that Cyril and Luthen? Do you think it would be kind of a nice parallel, or is that too many connections? I mean, it does run the risk. Of that, um, but Star Wars is all about family. Yeah. Oh, yes. And yeah. 
you know, I, I I don't think it's I don't think it's like crazy far from like reality. Do you know what I mean? Like you can, you can go to a lot of places and bump into people and you know, you're like, Oh yeah, I know that person. I know this person. I know them through this person. And, yeah. um, if, if, if from big family, that's really common. Like my missus from Birmingham, um, her mum is one of 16. So my missus just on her mum's side has like. Yeah a thousand cousins mostly in in this one city so we will be walking around one of the biggest cities in 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 the uk and we will just bump into one of our least cousins so it's like it's not that it's like the most far-fetched thing in the world Mm -hmm. do do you know what i mean do you know what i I drove drove past someone that i knew in scotland that's like I, d- I, dr- I drove Frankly. past them, recognized them, and I was like, "That's not them." I had to Instagram D- DM them, like, uh, like the day after, and be like, "By the way, were you driving in Scotland there?" Like, oh yeah, we lived here now. I was like, "What?" Come on. <laughs> and so, come on, you know, come it's on. not it's not come crazy on. far from reality. No, no, it isn't. No, no. I mean, I, I mean, the idea sounds great that the, there's a nice parallel there, but I can't. The more I think about it, I'd love it if at the end when they're like, "Oh." Uncle Harlow's here. The door slides open, and Luthan's like, "Hey, because we know he's we, we know he's only ninety levels up on Coruscant. They, you know, they're not far away." But I yeah. do. Uh, I, I just. It's all about how they write. It's it's whether or not they can make it. You know, organic. I just. I my big fears, but in all of Star Wars, and I've said that in all of the shows, is that I don't necessarily want everybody to be connected in some way. I'd love it if Cyril was just you know a guy, and Uncle Harlow was just another. Give us another Imperial officer. It's just another officer, but is that as exciting as now putting Luthan in as Uncle Harlow? And he's now pl- not playing necessarily. He's um, taking from the Empire from within almost and giving straight back to the Rebels. I think that's more yeah. of an exciting prospect. Um, but they could have handled that with having with having Vel be his kid, kind of, but um, uh, or his mm-hmm. niece or something, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm excited to see what they do with that. And obviously, Cyril is in this episode, and his character's taken a turn in this episode as well. I thought he's he kind of went from intelligent, methodical, with a hint of desperation, to this episode. He's this guy is slightly unhinged in a way. The way, especially in his yeah. discussion with Dedra later on, he's he says like, be, be, being in your presence made me realize life was worth living it made the galaxy beautiful and starts grabbing her arm and i'm thinking and he's like sometimes i wait here just to see if i can see you i'm thinking what is going on here this isn't uh this isn't our our boy cyril but i you know he's he's one step away from getting a lightsaber through it. the gut i think but um, i gotta love it though i love that you do. As well. he, he, so he drinks he drinks that. he drinks cereal milk from the bowl I'm just, he just here for it. it. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's just... <laughs> He's had enough of his own like, mum who just And, and it's milk. actually... That's actually the... It's after he drinks the milk from the bowl. That's when um, his, his mum is like, oh, yeah, your uncle would be so proud. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, mate, this He's is... Like, what are you doing? You're like, yeah, I love it, mate. I love it. Um, yeah, Cyril is, is, is a bit crazy, isn't he? He is a bit crazy. And I think He's this... so well performed. He is, yeah, and I, I think this whole mystery, this thriller, is making making him go a bit crazy. And mm-hmm. this idea of the ISB, I th- I don't think it's it's Dedra, right? The blonde Dedra. girl, yeah, right. So I don't think he means like Dedra, like herself, right? As a as a being, as a person, that 
like makes him i think he says something about like ju- there's justice and beauty in the galaxy yes that's yeah. what he feels i feel like he's talking to through dedra but to the idea of the isb to the greater idea of the Empire oh yeah i think he is yeah, yeah. The, it's just the way he puts right? it across yeah yeah absolutely he, he but dedra is like the personification of that idea you know and he's just he's just expressing himself saying look like the empire all of this this makes me feel like this gives me feelings Whereas beforehand, I did, I did, I didn't have that, and he so wants power. Yeah, well, he wants power, but also I think he is, um, you know, a blind follower. Yeah, he he is a fanatic. Yep. He is yep. a fanatic. We don't see that. We haven't seen enough of that in our TV series. It's usually uh, you get someone like that, but they defect or whatever. It looks like we're not going to be getting out of Khan. Right. Right. I hope not. No, I don't know. I, I don't think it's a defector. I don't think it's a defector at all. I think he is imperial through and through, mate. To be honest, yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. happy and he's with got a promotion. That. Yeah, and, he, and he's got a promotion, and he's got a promotion. I wonder what will happen with him. They were just chatting outside um, the Canary Wharf um, <laughs> yes, tunnel thing again. I was like, I love seeing it. They they filmed there quite a bit because yeah. at first I was like, is it just they're just walking by? It's like, no, no, they are just having a they're lot there. of chats by this tunnel. And the amount of times I've been there is ridiculous. I've actually done a photo shoot for a watch company there, like where they are talking. That exact spot I have done a photo shoot. And it's like, oh, they mate, obviously saw is- those pictures and were like, that's the place yeah. to go. Who was the yeah, photographer? Oh, Luke Bly sessions. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah he, he has this Povo Star Wars podcast. We <laughs> and it's good. It, but it fits so like the the look of the place fits um sometimes i wonder about using too many kind of urban locations will it feel too real world and there's me kind of being there's me throwing my hat into it's got to feel star warsy but i think they're they're finessing it well enough in the minute and they actually at the outside of the isb office there i think that does look you know the way they've dressed it up the way they the way they shoot it does feel very imperial um and of course when you're surrounded by people in isb outfits and that is going to look like that and Cyril's got his little tie on he just doesn't look like he fits in with them there and he's so kind of socially awkward within himself and but at the same time so desperate to please you can see in his eyes his eyes are tearing up they're going bloodshot because he's so desperate for this validation or this need to be in the in the inner circle that you know he's like a loose cannon waiting to explode and like you I don't know where his story's going and it's you said like the internal thriller of the like what's going on in universe like we've got a cat but the actual thriller aspect of the show uh the story is excellent because we're sitting there saying you know this serial guy he's, he's changed where's he going dedra she's changed kind of character trait from where we thought we were going to what's happening with her all these other people whole you know uncle harla who's this guy the thriller aspects and this kind of mystery aspect to really come into the fore now mate and I feel like they're going to be answered satisfyingly as well. I don't think they're going to leave us with anything, um, any stone left unturned by the end of season two, at least, mate. But I've got no mm. idea where, where Cyril's story is taking him. I still think he'll be, I think he'll make it into the ISB or at least into the Empire. Whether or not he does enough to survive is another thing. So let's let's go back to like the, um, like the Andor thread, you know. Andor. So we've got, uh, we, we, we've kind of got the camp, um and they're all working Narkina away. Five. And ca- 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 
Cassian keeps asking, um, particularly Andy Serkis's character, who again name completely escapes me. Um, Kino, Kino. Okay, yeah, K I N O. He's asking like, how many guards are on each level? Yeah, and that's really important. He's like, how many guards are on each level? And he's like, look, mate, just I'm not going to answer that. Like, keep your head Drop down. It. Keep because he, Kino's like, mate, I'm I'm out of here soon. Like, I've got 270 shifts left. Yeah, I've not got long. I've not got long. And even in this episode, I'm not 100% sure how much time goes by. I think quite a bit of time goes by because I think a the old month, boy. I think. The old boy is like, he, he. when we first meet him, I think in the prior episode, he's not got like 50 shifts left. And by the end of this <laughs> episode, he's only got like 50 shifts left. It's like, oh, hang on. I think there's a bit of a time. I know Cyril says when we last spoke about a month ago to Dedra. Um, and in the last episode, I started trying to work out this because the last episode there was a thirty-day time jump. Dedra and Cyril's last conversation was a month ago, so I'm guessing it's a couple of weeks at least. Yeah, I see. I see. Okay. Okay. All right. Fair. Fair enough. Well, look that that whole just kind of foreshadowing that that setup is delicious. It's absolutely yeah. delicious. Yep. And Andor is digging for info. Andor is obviously making like allies in there and they're kind of coming up with their own plans and stuff but they're not they're not they're not anywhere near ready to execute them yeah oh, 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 here it comes yeah there we go I've, yeah i've dropped my coffee i've dropped my coffee already but yeah i'll have some water now but um still got mm. mine mate but yes sir carry yeah. on yeah no it's 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 fantastic and that's where we learn more about what i said earlier about the level two um they're all dead because i'm making trouble there's rumors going around oh kino or whatever his name is is like trying to contain them trying to calm them down because he knows you know that sort of information could potentially be quite dangerous and then melshi i'm not I, i wrote this down and i actually rewound it and played it again but he says i oh they set them all free yeah right he, thinks, oh, he they was saying that free yeah in a sense that he they've been released like spiritually from this i this hell that we're in right and um and right. that's how i took it that it was a sarcastic like we're stuck here forever we all know that kino you're the one who's denying this these got the these people have by being killed have been set free and that's when kino just starts that's laying it. into him that's it exactly losing his mind Ex- exactly because he still believes that there is there is hope to get out and melsha's <laughs> like nah mate come on and but they need him if there is going to be like a a, a revolt if there is going to be an yeah. escape like they need him on board don't they they need absolutely him on board. Yeah. and then that kind oh, of yeah. like triggers the more more toward the end of the episode i suppose what mm-hmm. happens um and it, it's inevitable that we're gonna we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk about this but oh my days the old boy bless him getting worked to death yeah. and he just collapses in that little corridor bit doesn't he and they're like right get a med tech mid tick tick and tick, tick, um tick. They're like, oh, he's only got like 40 shifts left or something like that. And this guy, Harry Potter's dad, comes down. He's like, right, okay. And um, oh, the guard mate. gets sent away. Like, where's where's the bag and stuff? And anyway, he, he 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 kills this guy, doesn't he, basically? He, yeah. he like gives him, you know. Gives he, him a dose, yeah. A mercy, yeah, a mercy kill. Yeah. And um, he's like, listen, it's better this way. And they're like, what? But he's, he's, it's not long till he gets out. And that, that's where I think Andor's like, okay. And Okino is like, what? What do you mean? Like, yeah. What happened on level two? And they find out. It's like, yeah, they all got wiped out, mate. 
Oh God, white dude. towel. A dude from like what was it? A man who was Liverpool, a guy who was released from Liverpool. four. Yep. Sent to two. Yep, they the found day. out. Everyone went mental. Must have been a revolt. And they all died. And they all died, mate. And that and the best part about that scene is for me was We've seen Kino go against in his eyes and his face, and his circus is great, but we can see him. Ugh. He's trying to keep his own sanity in check because, like you say, he hasn't got long left before he's going to taste freedom. And every kind of minute or scene that passes, it's starting to hit him that maybe there is no freedom. And then at this point, the doctor, Dr. Rashiv, uh, Raziv, sorry, says, No one's getting out, not now. At that point, he literally looks at Kino and says, where you're here forever. Like, and like you said, it's bit this guy's he's passed. It's better this way. And we get that brilliant, yeah. brilliant moment at the end when Andor and Kino walking away. He asks him again, how many guards on each level beat never more than 12. And we know now that Kino is yeah. on board because he ain't getting out. And he's been fed this lie. He's been given this uh, position of like, kind of relatively minor power on the floor. He runs at the, the day shift. And what's it for? Nothing that he's just he's being worked like a dog, like everybody else, and he's not getting any special treatment, mate. And I mean, we've got this is episode number nine. Apparently, we're led to believe that episode ten is the end of this arc. Do you, um, are we going to see a prison break next? Is that going to be the next three episodes? I'm so excited to see, and that's not to kind of put a cap on the conversation as a whole, but it got me thinking that you know, are we gonna is next episode just going to be the break, or are we going to see? it take the next three episodes because I think numbers 11 and 12 are going to be done by, I can't remember the guy's name now, but he did number seven and that's going to be like a, hopefully like a double episode. But I wonder mate, if we're going to get that um, prison break in the next episode. And if so, how many of the guys like in ep six, how many of them are going down? Cause I think quite a few might do. Imagine, imagine what could happen. This, this whole thing, man, this whole series, it, do you know what I, I got you. from? From this episode, like this, this really made me feel. I think you said it earlier. Just looking, looking at the facility on, uh, is it Narkima? Narkima, Narkima Five. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, just just looking at that, you're like, mate, it. This feels like so Star Warsy, and it feels far away. It feels like something that you could you could imagine walking down yourself but it's almost unattainable it feels fantasy despite the fact that yeah. this show this series isn't fantasy it's it's thriller through and through sci-fi neo thriller and i'm i'm so here for it but the fact that this show exists in the same universe as like luke skywalker i think it only adds to the myth of someone like Luke or someone like the Jedi. You get it, yeah. Because hearing how like the normals like interact in this prison, imagine telling them, Oh yeah, there are these guys out there that can use the like this thing called the force, they can float, yep. make things float, they can <laughs> with their mind. They'd be like, What are you talking about? You know, and I think even <laughs> the idea of the Sith. You know, Palpatine, I think, you know, Palpatine being a Sith is kept secret. Most people probably yes. wouldn't know what that know what that was, you know. And Darth Vader, probably most people have heard rumors about this badass guy who can go around and chop people down. But really, you know, does, does 
anyone know about this stuff? No, not really. Not really. And I, to me, I know this, this is maybe even a bit random. But I wrote in my notes, this episode made me feel like this really adds to the overall saga. You know, this is such a solid um, contribution to our favorite mythology. I think anyway, mm-hmm. mate, that's just wanted to pop that in there because we, we've just finished with like the kind of jail prison camp talk. You know? Oh mate, but, I've got to get the tissues out. I've got, I'm, I'm, yeah. got, I've got tears in my eyes. It's emotional, mate, but no, you're, you're, yeah. you're spot on, mate. Yeah. These, this show, what is all it's doing is making the, actually elevating the power of Luke Skywalker, of someone like Ray or whoever, because we, there aren't many people out there like them. There's lots of normal people, and right. then what these guys can do is, you know, there's extraordinary Magic. and then there's Magic. levels above. Yeah. But, and also, like, now now you can think at the end of, like, when the Battle of Endor or Battle of Jakku, whatever you want, it ends, places like Narkina 5, you know, they're, they're liberated almost. Like, the people, anyone in there. So, so the actions, are, it's you know, it's a very kind of real propaganda type thing, but the actions of a few can affect many. And it makes, yeah, the end of Return of the Jedi, the end of tross and even like the end of revenge of the sith even more powerful in hindsight now because we know what's going on to the people like you people like me people like kino in the galaxy yeah. and what what it means to them and you know it's it's not not everybody wields the force. well we do everyone has access to the force but as yoda says but there's only a select few who who actually master it and what about the rest of the people in the galaxy well it's just normal people so let's hear their story and Doing it really well, this show is, and it has been for the last nine episodes. And and this episode was filmed so well, wasn't it? Don't you yeah. think the quality yeah. of the filming, like there's this moment, I think, where Mom Mothma is just like, she's got a door in front of her and she's in oh, this dude. kind of hallway and oh. she's banging, centered in the middle in her dress. Mm-hmm. And it just, it, the, 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 it just screams so much quality. Composition quality. of the framing and the shot. And the lighting yeah. and the the slow pan back, it's yes, it, it, that that's kind of like an impact shot. I call it because when they were doing it, you know, they're thinking this is you know people are going to love this, but it also it, it tells a sto- like you know as a photographer as a visual storyteller that tells a story in in a, in and of itself. Just she, she's just staring at the door, the slow pan back. We know it's not necessarily a positive moment, and um and with Mon, I mean we haven't really mentioned Mon. She's She's in trouble, isn't she, mate? She's got she's a senator with four hundred thousand credits, you know, just missing or whatever it is in her from her account. And they've got a they've got to try and cover this up or come up with a a decent reason as to why her funds are as mental as they are. Because as her old boyfriend, which Perrin mentions on the show, on the episode, it's her old boyfriend. Um, he comes mm. basically says, "Look, the accounts are being scanned, and essentially when they scan yours, you know." That's it. Yes, this this is it. Big trouble. So he's like, go and meet this this guy called Davo Davo Scolden wants to meet you, and we find out that he's a very wealthy thug. He ain't a good guy, and um, he wants to come and meet him. Mon Mothmas, but it's got to the point now where because they've been so clandestine, so under the radar, that you know they've thought they haven't really thought this through. That when it goes bigger, they have to have these contingency plans, and the only person at the minute who's willing to front up and become part of this is. A thug, basically, a very wealthy bad person, like a mafioso almost. And she hasn't got no mon's got no choice, and she knows that. And uh, Genevieve O'Reilly's facial acting, like you can just see, like almost like her brain is going to implode in that moment of 
everything that's on her shoulders at the minute. You, you can just see it in her face where, and she even says, like, are we in too deep? I don't know if we can go out. How can we do this? And Van Vell's like, look, you made a pledge. Once we're in it, basically you're in it. And the Mon Mothma mm. stuff is, is, is heating up. And you, you see in the Senate, no confidence in that. The Senate's lost all power. People are just switching their lights off. They don't care about what she has to say. And, it's a brilliant, brilliant side plot to what's going on, mate. I've always, I'm, I'm so enjoying the, the moth, my stuff. Yes, the moth, the moth, and there's there's a really Mon. cool scene with the moth. Like uh, the, 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 moth. the young lass, the wee girl, she's like, "Oh yeah, dad lets me do whatever I want," and it's yeah, like, later. "Oh, mate, like oh, <laughs> this kid." She has it. As she, as she, she gets a dress, doesn't she? That uh, Vil gets yeah. from the, the Tasso Moon, Aunt Vil, yeah. and she said, yeah. "Oh." Do you think your father will let you wear that? And she's like, my dad lets me do anything. And even Vel looks at her like, all right, simmer down, kid. But, you know, yeah. it's, part, it's all Different that, breed, all that convenience, isn't it? Marriage of Different breed. Different breed. Different yeah, breed. You exactly, know. mate. But it doesn't mean maybe, you know, it doesn't mean she can't necessarily redeem herself, you know. But, like, yeah, she seems to be uh, a bit annoying, oh, just like her she's dad. A, but she's meant to be. Exactly. She's meant to be. She's meant to be. That's the way That's it the has point. been written. That's maybe the whole Perry, point. we said we said last week I mentioned to Dave and um maybe maybe that we're being thrown a line here and Perrin, he's a pain at the husband, but maybe he isn't actually a bad well, he's a he's obviously he's a gimp, but maybe at the end of it he's <laughs> gonna be the one who does something which helps Mon further her career whether that's a sacrifice or holding the empire at bay maybe he maybe there's going to be a, like a switcheroo and he's going to be after all this you know a good guy who's just lazy or, or whatever you want to um, label him as but or he will just die an awful person i don't know but it's really interesting that the way they never they're not doing anything to try and make him seem sympathetic are they nothing now there's 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 a lot that does happen in this episode and there's a lot of there's a lot of cool cinematic techniques like um going to, back to the to to the to Narkima 5 Narkina Narkina 5 um going back there and you're seeing this like endless monotonous process over and over and over and over yeah. again and it's just re-emphasized and yeah that's all these guys do that's all these guys do but i feel like this this episode was definitely a bridging episode it's given a lot of tension more character development uh kino like he's he now has a reason to fight to 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 leave to get out to revolt against this the, the these kind of overlords in this facility um I'm really curious, though. How many episodes do we have left now? What was that? Episode nine. Three right? more. So we've got 10, 11, 12. Oh, mate. I, and I'm so excited for those three. Um, those three episodes, right? And, and, I, and I'm just guesstimating with what's happened today in this week's, um, this week's uh, episode, episode eight, right? Or nine. Was nine. it nine? nine? Number nine. Yeah, that's right. Number nine. Um what do you th- how where do you think this is going how does season one end do you oh, think oh man well this mm. is it because we got a little shot of cassian um they seem they, they call it a run where they go and have a run uh walk around the back and they start soaring away at a pipe like in very short shank redemption style so there's yep. going to be, obviously we know there's going to be a break because cassian and melchie have got to get out but I think I can't remember what you said now dave brought up a good point last week as to how possibly they could do this but i can't remember what it was but obviously they've got to get off break? that planet. Yeah, I have, have seen yeah. Prison Break. Oh, man. Yeah, I have, yeah. I've, it's one Season of the one. shows I've actually watched. 
season one yeah. is m- magnificent. Season two's fine as well. Then it went a bit off the boil, but um, yeah, yeah. The first Spot season on. is excellent. I, you know what? If it is up to me, and I'm, I'm glad it isn't because I'm not a screenwriter. I would actually like to see the this season actually finish with the prison break. I'd like the last two episodes to be so. The next one is, and it may not excite many people, but the next one is the build up. They're getting ready, and they maybe they start it in the next one, and then but but part but the final two parts are are the break because they, remember they got to get they got to escape from where they are now, the floor they're on. Plus, they've got to get off of the prison as well, and it doesn't look like they've got many spare ships hanging around. There, so there's got to be. They've got to find a way to get a ship there to get them off, or someone's got to find out that he's there, or some, or, or something, and get him off. Obviously, we haven't seen much of Luthen in this episode, but in terms of the whole ep season, it's, I don't, this is the beauty of the show. I don't know. I really don't know. I th- I'd mm. love to see the last few episodes be the prison break and really hammer home how hard this place is to get out of. But um, if the next episode is to break, then I have no idea what the last few are going to be. But what about you, mate? Where, where do you think it's going, these last three? Well, that's that's the thing. I'm not entirely sure. I do think this this whole um, jail thing and, you know, a possible connection to the Death Star, no. I, do, I, I, I do feel like there is a bit of, like, meat there. You know, there's a meat bang in the middle of the burger there's a patty you know and i th- I, 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 mm. I can't help but feel like this is only going to lead to something bigger you know a recruitment into the rebellion you know maybe a formation early an early kind of formation of the rebellion um i would be almost surprised if we had seen the last of saw Gerrera as well i think we're um, seeing more of him i think because there was the scene of Call it what you will. Wait, call it yeah. war. Then yeah. that hasn't been seen yeah. yet, right? I th- I thought that. I thought that yeah. as much. Yeah. But okay. Uh, and there's also um, we've not seen the right police down on flipping Corriton. Ferrix. Ferrix, yeah. Corriton. I'm just calling them. Just <laughs> calling call it what it is. Yeah. When it's filmed on your doorstep, people, that's what you tend to do. You tend to lose yeah. your mind. But like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I I I think there's a few little variations here. I think Andor and his and his mates are going to escape. I think the Empire are just coming down hard on a lot of systems, and I think you're going to see systems and and the people kind of informally uniting. Right, there is a beginning of some sort of rebellion, and that's exactly yeah. what this Andor series is. Um, I'm going to save. I, I said this about the first um, few episodes. And it was my kind of issue with, with, with the series being called Andor, you know, and I think I'm going to wait until the end of the show, the end of the first series. But as of right now, I'm still thinking I would have called it something different. I, I'm, you know, I'm still yeah. of that opinion because we get a lot of my Mothma. We get a lot of different characters in this, you know. It's not just about Cassian Andor. Yes, he seems to be the common thread. You know, he's he's kind of mm-hmm. the guy who's tying all of these stories together. But, you know, I might have called it something a bit different. I don't know. That's just right now anyway. And that's not that's not a complaint on the show. And I'm going to save yeah, that too. thought for the end of the series. Also, you said it earlier, we need to probably have an update on his sister, I'd imagine. Yeah. You know, we, there's, there's we need so that. Much. There's an update there. We've got, even in this episode, uh, the ISB at their meeting, 
after Bix has been broken down, um, we stand Bix. She gave all the details on where they got the stolen Imperial gear from. Um, and they bring up Marva in the meeting and Deirdre's like, oh yeah. Oh no, we're not going to kill the old lady. You know, she's, you know, we're on her full time. We're going to use her as bait. You know, smirking really kind of obnoxiously at them. Like, yeah, we, we, we're going to use this frail old lady as bait to lure whoever in and then we'll dispose of her after that. And, um, yeah, yeah we, they, they, there's that, that needs to be, uh, addressed now that they've said it. We know, we also know that Cinta, Cinta Kaz is, scoping out marva so marva's being watched by the rebellion and also the isb at the same time so i think you we might both be right that she's not long of this galaxy um we've got cassian sister mon mothma and her accounts and the you know her eventual uh formation of the rebellion we're going to see more of that i think we're going to see some real seeds now in the final certainly the final two episodes and not the final three of mon basically being like right this you know we, we're in it now what you know how do we how do we proceed now how can we potentially start to unite all of these cells out there maybe she reaches out to Guerrera, and it's the kind of start of their fractious relationship that ends in rebels there's so many places for this to go and uh, what we are going to see is a lot more imperial oppression even in this episode that weaselly snivelly guy on ferrick was like that about pack the guy who was um, mm-hmm. interrogated last week he was like I want to hang him. I want to send a message. And she's like, yeah, do what you want. Like, okay. Wow. So Marva's going to be user's bait. This pack geezer. They're like, yeah, hang him. Who cares? Do what you want. <laughs> He's no use to us anyway. Um, and they captured a rebel pilot as well near steer guard. And it was one of Anton Kriegers. And that was one name that was mentioned last week. Saw Guerrero didn't want anything to do with this guy, but, and, and he was on his way to the ring of Kathrain. But even then Deirdre's like, let's kill the pilot. Let's just shove him back in the ship, send him on his way and use him as bait to get information. We're going to see some very underhanded tactics from them. We're going to see Mon in the Senate. We're going to see Guerrero and Luthan trying to come up with some plan. And we're going to see a jailbreak, mate. And they got four, three episodes. uh, Yeah, three episodes now to fit all of that in. Yeah, I know we've got another 12 to come, but you have got to have a, you have got to tie up your season fairly well. So, and and Andor's sister, we've got three episodes to fit all this in, mate. I'm excited. I think they can do it. I'm just excited as to how they're going to do it. I'm so grateful this is in our lives. You know, <laughs> I'm so I'm so grateful for the Star Warsy weirdness. Um, it's great. Do you know? What, do you know what I'm going to say? This is yes. this is another this is another critique. But I'm almost like go on. You know the the prisoners, Matt. You know, uh one or two aliens. Now, I thought throw, about this. I throw I in one or two this. aliens, guys. And I on. just thought, come on. I just thought that the Empire aren't keeping aliens, they're killing them. That was my only thought is that Direct the aliens, them. I reckon, because we know even in Legends and everything, and they've mentioned it, I'm sure, in live action, that the Empire hates aliens. They hate them. They discriminate I against suppose, them. So I think that, I think uh, they get a death sentence. Yeah, I suppose that there is that as well. Maybe but it would be nice to see. Yeah, All segregated. I, yeah, that's a good point. There, there, there is just a bit of that. I think just a bit. Yeah. You know, one or two more things that you know punch you in your face that go, yeah. or even just tap you on your shoulder, tap you on your shoulder to go. Yeah, this is still weird. And this is still Star Wars, right? <laughs> no, it was in the scene where they're all lined up in the corridor, isn't it? It's when you mostly notice it. Yes, I noticed that. 
I know it's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other than that, mate, um, I suppose we can get to our like sort of concluding thoughts, can't we? Really? I don't. I don't um, think there's I think so. much else. I don't think there is. No, um, there's yeah. a lot going on, guys. As we mentioned, there's a ton going on, and um, but like you say, Lukey boy, we're bridging now to apparently the final episode of the arc next. But then we've got two more to go. I'm just yeah. wondering if we're going to have an elongated arc, and the last six episodes are actually one big arc, which. I would think would be the fittest thing I've ever seen. Um, (laughs) Okay then, mate. So uh, concluding episode on this uh, thoughts on this episode, what do you think is going to happen in episode 10 then mate? And uh, then we'll move on to our scores. I, I already covered the what I think will happen. I'm, I'm well, not a hundred. Yeah. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Like, I, th- I, th- I think the revolt is going to happen next episode. I, I have a feeling, or at least a bit like what you said, it's going to lead up to it. Um, I you think overall, well? this would. Yeah, uh, I think it's not going to go completely to plan. It's not. It yeah. can't go completely to plan. I don't think. You know, there's a lot of people in that room that you don't see in other Star Wars. Can- well, that's not just the <laughs> like. Qualif- qualification for if they die or not, I suppose. But <laughs> I ain't seen them in a new uh, hope, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. But um, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, outstanding. This show was absolutely outstanding. This episode was outstanding. It's not necessarily one of my favourites, but episodes like this are important for the longevity oh, of yeah. this sort of season, and really for for like a payoff. You know, simple a payoff. Um, thoroughly 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 enjoyed it not a lot wrong with it all the criticisms i've had are voiced do you know what i mean um yeah, man score should i do a score now? um I yeah man do you want to do yours now no no i'm with you mate i think i think this is a great episode mate um loved it thought it was excellent can't wait to see what's going to happen next i don't know what's going to happen next that's the beauty mm. of the show i knew all along this is going to be a good show i'm taking a w as for scores though mate um yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, I gave the last one 8.3 out of 10. I thought that was magnificent. I think this was a beautifully dark episode. Um, for this one, though, mate, I'm going to give this one a very. So- I'm really loving this, mate. I'm going to give this one uh, 8. Cassian Ander. Out of 10. Cassian Ander. Z. Uh, so 8 out yep. of 10, Cassian Ander. Uh, so, so 0.3 down from last week. Don't take that as a sign of criticism. I thought this was excellent. Um, you don't, mate. You obviously you deal in a much different currency to me. What are you going for? Um, <laughs> the old ponder babbers. Do you know what? What what won it for me as well, mate? I do think there was a nice little payoff here at the end. I just mentioned payoffs tonight, and I think that with is it Kino Andy Serkis' yep. character with him just saying with that line, "How many gods in each level? Never more than twelve. That just that tied it all up nicely. Andy Serkis' acting was was exceptional throughout throughout this whole episode and because of that i think it earned itself a very very respectable eight ponder babbers out of ten ponder babbers no one's getting yeah look no one's getting cut in half no ponders getting cut in half they're all ponder babers today mate ponder babers babers are harmed during the making of this episode there Um, we go right so (laughs) two way out of ten so uh pretty consistent across the board there mate uh, we'd love to hear what all you guys think about this episode, but also what you think is going to happen next. Are we getting the jailbreak next, or is that going to be the next three episodes going to cover that? We'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, whether you hated this episode, loved it, or just a little bit meh about it, eh? Yeah. 
by, by the way, there was a sweet, like, little piano riff, like, in the credits. I don't know if you caught that. Yeah, I was like, wow, no, I, I did. I did. Beautiful. I always check the credits to see the list of, like, the long list of cast to make sure I don't yeah. miss anybody. And the yeah. intro music was it had a little bit more purpose to it. It's a bit more industrial today. They change yeah. it up. I love it, mate. You love it. We love it. The kids love it. Everybody loves yeah. Andor, apart from a few people, but they're boring. But we'd still yeah. love to hear your thoughts about the show, though. Lukey Boy, where can the world find us online to tell us? They can find us at StarWarsSessions.co.uk. Search for us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and we will be there. Just search Star Wars Sessions. Send us a message or a voice message to our email, hello there, at StarWarsSessions.co.uk. Yes, sir. Uh, you can support the show for free as well. No, give us five star rating review. We love that. Uh, it gets us up the algorithm. It gets more listeners in, and it gets more Star Wars fans each week for us to talk to. So please do consider dropping us those five stars. And please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum. Tell your dad. Tell all your loved ones. Tell your nearest Ewok and your nearest Ooh. Andy Circus impersonator. Oh. Uh, who would that? Ooh. What would that look like? I don't know. Tell them. Tell them. The more the merrier. And the castle spicier. Till your nearest production worker called Ham. That this is a podcast that you are looking for. So until next time, from me, see ya. And from Luke. May the force be with you always. Luke. Luke. Yeah, come on. Ander. 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 Ander.